Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Boy, do we have an episode for y'all today. So much news. Uh, man, this last week was crazy. Um, we got a bunch of testing for players. We got the NBA schedule dropping. We got some comments from Paul George. It's going to be a great episode. How you doing, P? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm so excited for this episode. We actually got some real, you know, uh, basketball concerning topics to talk about. Um, I guess it's safe to say that basketball is back officially. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready. Um, and, and let's get it. Let's get it. D Mills, you feeling good? I'm feeling good. This is probably the most eventful week we've had. Because there's been so many weeks where it's just been absolutely nothing. And we yeah. had to just come up with something. But we actually got something today for y'all. I'm surprised it's been like three weeks. You still ain't changed that background from Shy. No, I did this like two episodes ago. It feels like yeah, a lot longer first, than that. No, no, I did this like two episodes ago. When I first set this up, I changed it from the Golden Gate Bridge to Chicago. Oh, that's a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> And Mike, you still ain't got your your stuff set up. <laughs> How you feeling, bro? It's coming soon. It's coming soon. We moving in a week, but I you know I'm doing good. I woke up circle uh, July 30th first on my calendar today too. Mm. L.A. versus the Clippers. Just forget all the games before that, though. That's the only one that matters for that day. I mean, we get to see. We ain't had basketball in five months, and so you just worry about one game. That's the only one that matters for that. I mean, we know the the Pelicans gonna gonna beat the Jazz that first day. I'm already calling it out. But so you're not gonna watch it because? Nah, I'm gonna watch it, but I'm calling oh. it out. I know that game. I don't know. I don't know the second game though. Okay. All right. It, it's 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 funny that you say that because it's actually backwards. The Lakers and the Clippers game is actually a game that don't fucking matter. Really, if we're being legitimately honest, both teams are making the playoffs. They're either gonna be one or two seeds. That game really don't matter. Especially if the Lakers have to win like three games. They're not gonna be like, oh, we're in trouble. You're gonna try to dust it off. And then for the Clippers fans, if they lose, they're going to say the same thing. Oh, that game, it don't matter. So that game really don't matter. It really <laughs> it's the first game, baby. It's a game, it's a game I'm looking forward to. It's a, I don't know, Western Conference Finals uh, preview or final. However it turns out, it's, it's a preview for a, a good series in the future. Uh, yeah, let's just start off there then because the NBA released the official schedule for the playback in. And a lot of people had a lot of different opinions mm-hmm. about this. Because I, I'm mad. Oh, okay, yeah, you say it because you're a Trailblazer fan, so I want to hear from a Trailblazer. Bro, they fan. rigged the hell out of the schedule. That's petty, bro. The Blaze, the, I mean, the Pelicans have the easiest schedule. That's literally setting but up. But why do they have that, Derek? Why do they have the easiest? Schedule? I don't know why. That's because I don't know. before the schedule was, you know, canceled because of the pandemic, they they were one of the teams that had the easiest schedule, so they kind of try to keep it like at that. So, so yes and no, right? So that what he said is true, but they didn't follow that method for every other team, though. So, like, yes, the Pelicans did have the easiest schedule remaining, but I'm looking at the numbers here. The Portland Trailblazers had the 16th easiest schedule left if if no quarantine happened. But you come back, they have the fifth toughest schedule, and the first toughest schedule is anybody that's outside the playoffs right now. So they and did. The, the Grizzlies have a tougher schedule than them. The Grizzlies have a tough schedule too. And they have but the, one of the toughest remaining. They did have the second toughest remaining out of all of the playoff teams. So, because, yeah, you're right, KB. But what we also have to do is we have to eliminate eight teams. Mm-hmm. So if you had the 16th hardest, but you eliminate eight teams, it's going to be a little bit more difficult because yeah. you can't play the Knicks anymore. So I mean. 
it's just I, I can see consistencies, but I can see inconsistencies too mm-hmm. with the scheduling. I'm not gonna complain because I don't give a damn. You know, no. I just want basketball <laughs> back. It ain't no nothing no. to me. But, but I, I definitely did see Grizzlies fans. I definitely did see Trailblazer fans and and even Kings fans pretty upset that the uh, that the Pelicans just have such an easy schedule in comparison to all of them. I do. It, it does seem like the NBA is you know getting the red carpet out for Zion though to get into the playoffs. Because, I mean, there yeah. was a report that was saying, like, the NBA would love to see that because it, it would be remnant of, uh, what, Larry Bird versus Jordan, Jordan. When, when that team was just like, let's let's hold, you know what I'm saying, let's chill out a little bit on that one. But I can see <laughs> I can see what they mean. So let me – I had this thing that I screenshotted from Reddit. Um, out of the teams that are, that are looking out trying to get that eight seed, the Trailblazers have the hardest schedule. The Grizzlies are second. Suns, Wizards, Spurs, Kings, and then Pelicans dead last by a lot. By a lot. So, um, and this is from a Trailblazer fan saying, Good job, NBA. The Zion bias is real. At least try to hide it. It is. <laughs> at least try to hide it. It is so evident that you guys want to see Zion for the money. I'm ashamed to call myself an NBA fan. So he he went kind of he went kind of hard. He's in his feelings a little bit, but uh, it is. It is I mean, when you look at the teams that they're playing, they're playing all teams that's like out of the playoffs. The only one like they're all they're playing all the teams that they got to play in. So they have to go against the, the Jazz that the first day. They got to go against the Clippers, the Clippers, and then they go against everybody on the outside looking in, except for the last game is against the Magic, who might as well be on the outside looking in because they suck too. Yeah. So after that first two two and a half games, that Grizzlies game is gonna matter a lot, obviously. It's just like all bubble teams, all bubble teams. But, I mean, just because it's all bubble teams don't mean they about to go, like, 8-0. You know, they still got to perform. Like, I know that the Kings are testing positive for the you dig and all, but that's still a hard team to beat. You know what I'm saying? No LaMarcus soldiers, so the Spurs may suck. Um, the Wizards have, like, the best offense in the NBA. It's yeah, not going to be easy. And Bertans is a player. Oh, that's tough. I forgot about that. It's not going to be easy. It's just going to be easier than the other teams. But, I mean, the, the pressure's on them, though, right? The pressure's on them that the NBA gave them this red carpet to make it. And if they don't make it, then he's like, well. <laughs> are they the team that y'all think are going to make it? <sighs> it's either between them or the – I'll say yeah. I'll just take at full strength. They're, they're a really good team. Um and then if you do give them this this um, easy schedule or, you know, not so tough schedule like they had to end the season, uh, I think that the, the, the ball is in their court. But as like Contrell said, they still have to go out and perform. Um, they're young, so, so you know, they're, they're still learning how to win, things like that. But they're going to have to make it happen because it's, it's not going to look good if they get this red carpet treatment and don't, and don't take advantage of it. Uh, but the Grizzlies still do have the lead. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't yeah. forget about that. The Grizzlies have the lead, so the Pelicans have to win a certain amount of games. And if the Grizzlies win a certain amount of games, then they're good. So The, the Grizzlies uh, have such a tough bottom half of their schedule. The last do. four games, like OKC, uh, Raptors, Celtics, and the Bucks. That's right. tough. That is very tough for them. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, they got to use their their whatever three and a half game lead to their advantage and make sure they capitalize on every game they know they're supposed to win. They have to win their first three. Yep. What'd you say? Do y'all think players will rest? Like Giannis, that last game. 
the Bucks. Yeah. Giannis would play. I don't think they're gonna no. do the wrestling because uh, they've been resting for four four months now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I feel like everybody's just gonna try to play as much as possible because you rest that last game, then two days later the playoffs start. You know, so I think that people are just gonna try to continue to be in rhythm. Uh, but for the Grizzlies' sake, they better hope Giannis like you know what I'm gonna chill. But yeah. it took him two months after quarantine started to even hold a basketball again. So I'm oh. sure he just want to go out there and hoop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They get the Raptors have a very tough schedule when you look at it. They got all like playoff teams. The Raptors much. have the toughest schedule out of everybody in the bubble. Mm-hmm. The toughest schedule. You know what? They're going to do damn good too. I got a good feeling about them. And I, I'm at, so. I got to pull up the standings. Um, some teams, these games don't matter at all. Right, like the Bucks, they're gonna win some games, but they pretty much have one hundred percent secure the one seed. So it's just basically about practice for them to get back into shape and stuff. Um, but there are some things that can change. Like, like, like you said, the Raptors have the toughest schedule remaining. They're only three games up on the Celtics. So if the Celtics have a pretty good run and the Cel- and the, the Raptors are struggling, boom, they can move up to the two seed. Um, the, we Celtics, still- the Celtics are gonna want to try to do that. I know they'd rather go against the Nets than the Philly. You know, in the first round, exactly. If, if, it, if yeah. it matched up like that, and the Celtics got pretty sure they got a fairly. I don't know if they had. I think they're kind of like middle of the pack. Um, when it talks, for you. No, actually, no. They have yeah. one of the easier. They, they have, have one the of the easier. E- they mm-hmm. have the third easiest schedule. So I mean, they could take that second spot. Yep. Yeah. They sure can. Um, and then we have like that four six thing between the Heat, Pacers, and 76ers. It's all within two games. So, like, these eight games are super important for them, for their seeding. I'm sure some teams are going to want to try to play it so they don't go against the Bucks in the second round. Yeah. Um, so, nobody wants that 4-5 matchup because, again, it's going to be a bloodbath. But um, I would much rather take my chances against the Celtics in the first round than going against the Bucks in the second round, you know. And then our West... Yeah. Our West is so conjointed from all the way from the three seed to the seven seed that That's we can see yeah. some some crazy changes in the standings based on these eight games. Um, do we still get those ramp up games, like games that don't matter, or they just trying to get back in shape, or like these games, all of these matter? Because mm. mm, weren't I they gonna play like some practice matter. scrimmages or something like that, like before everything started, or am I just did I make that up in my mind? Yeah, I, I thought this was the the games for them to get ready. Yeah, it was kind of act. The regular season was gonna act kind of like a regular uh, preseason to the to the playoffs. I thought. Yeah, like these are the eight regular season games for like. Right, but I was back. asking, wasn't there like some speculation before like July thirtieth that there will be like scrimmages and stuff that um, maybe maybe not nationally televised, but just mm-hmm. like overall, just teams going against each other to warm up. I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't hear you know, that the either. Suns don't have any national televised games. They don't. Because I mean, courts, two TV courts, and then there's one court where the game's going to be televised. Damn. That's actually pretty tough. Why are they there? That's, that's <laughs> what I was like. You're going to keep asking that question. But the, the thing that I love most about this but what is if that. They run? What if they go 8 0 and Book is just on average and 4? Hey, they're going to have to move the they games don't... around. Yeah. They're going to be mad the that they around. didn't put it on TV. Yeah. <laughs> But what I love the most about this is that we're going to have back-to-back days of, like, basketball starting at 1 p.m., and it goes all day long, like nothing yeah. but basketball. I mean, starting starting the 31st, the first game starts at 2.30 um, Eastern time. 
and it doesn't the, the last game doesn't start until nine eastern time so it's just like continuous continuous games i mean we're gonna have like a little bit of a gap between a few because they have to like clean up and everything um they got the a big old cleaning crew to you know wipe down everything to try to keep things as safe as possible but for the most part we're just gonna be like chilling watching basketball all day and then wow. there will be games that overlap so if you got the dual screens you got to take that into consideration but boys this is gonna be fun it's gonna be fun yeah and then we get them for like consist consistent days like mm-hmm. don't, don't, yeah. don't, 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 don't. which which is good about the bubble you know what i mean because if if it wasn't a bubble they would have to travel and then that makes it two days for you to wait on this team to play and all of that but in reality um we're all they're all in one space so they can just play rest one day play rest and then we just get consistent action yeah um I'm excited, man. I, I'm truly excited. Uh, Mike, what about this Lakers schedule? How you feeling about that? Talk to me. We, y'all, I think we're tired for the fourth hardest schedule. I mean, it's fine. We're we're one of those teams that I think we're we're already a pretty damn good team with our top two dudes, so we don't really got much to worry about. We're probably going to stick in our first seed. If we drop down to the second seed. We, How many I, do you have to win to stay first, four or five? Probably something like that. Um, they would, they would have to win two, at least two. I thought it was, yeah, I think, I think it's three games. I think the Lakers have to win three games. Three, and then no matter what, if the Clippers win every, all eight, and the, and the Lakers yeah. just win three, they keep the one seed. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. Right. Because, I mean, I, at the end of the day, we, we still probably want to go against the AC rather than that, than that uh, Mavericks team, if they stay at that seven spot. If they stay, right, if they stay. Hey, this gives y'all a good chance to really test yourselves. Like, honestly, y'all might have one of the toughest schedules, but it gives yeah. y'all a good chance to get in shape and go against real competition that way. Yeah. And y'all that's do what I was kind of the AC. It's not a shock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what I was kind of alluding to. We get a lot of, like, the teams we're going against are the teams that we're going to be battling in the playoffs. The Rockets are the team we could battle in the playoffs because I'm pretty sure they're, they're like, our second or third game. So that's another uh, another team that we going to probably meet in the playoffs. You know, it's a possibility. Yeah. Get another look. Are sign J.R. Smith? I hope we do. I don't know. It's just I, seeing him that Lakers jersey. It's got me you know, licking my chops a little bit, thinking about him because he's he's always been a damn good shooter. Like mm-hmm. what, yeah. 35, 36 percent for his career, and then we all know what happens if he can get hot. And I mean, Avery Bradley was picking up people like half court and stuff like that. And I don't expect J.R. Smith to do that at this age, but he's a damn good defender. without Avery, he's a damn good defender. Yeah, yeah, he he can substitute Avery Bradley. They say y'all thirteen and one without Avery Bradley this season. And the thing I love about J.R. Smith is that he just has a role that he can just slide into. He's literally coming mm-hmm. and he's going to catch and shoot. Yeah. He's not a guy that you're going to have guarding the other team's best player, mm-hmm. at least not right out the gate. You know what? Honestly, who gets that now? Because Avery Bradley was doing that when it came to the guards, right? Wasn't he guarding the, yeah. the posing best be guards? Like, it'd probably be like Danny KCP. Green. Yeah, Danny Green or KCP. Is gonna yeah, be y'all, had, y'all had three really good wing defenders. Yeah. And I mean – I, I don't know if this is t- statistically wise, but I mean, just watching the games, Avery Bradley always seemed like he was the most inconsistent offensively, at least. Mm. I mean, J.R. Smith gonna have that room because I don't expect him to come in and just shoot lights out, but he gonna have some time. He gonna have some like room to grow. Yeah, and I think that's the one feet, common you know. thing of which all wings is that you know they they all have their moments when they're on. They all have them when they're off, uh, and I guess y'all just try to go with whoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on because they all, like Derek said, are pretty good wing defenders when you think of uh, Danny Green. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he's not always knocking them down. Uh, but when he is rolling, he is yeah. 
he's like that. Same with Avery. Avery has that on and off. But when Avery is on and he's locking up, playing full court, like you said, uh, then we know KCP, he's he's really hit or miss. Uh, yeah, beginning of the season, y'all were talking about getting rid of him. Hey, he's starting to turn one of my favorite Lakers the way he's been playing. I do remember. Yeah, he's been locking up. Jayon Dion to the mix. And that just gives you two more guys who can heat up more on the offensive side. Mm-hmm. They, they won't be able to compete defensively uh, mm-hmm. with Danny Green and KCP, but, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be able to, to heat up offensively a lot more than them. So since y'all are talking about uh, players that are potentially coming in, let's go over the news of the people that have been picked up. Uh, David Nwaba got picked up for the Houston Rockets. He's like a 6'4", power forward for them. God, that's the role he's going <laughs> to run. Uh, Anthony Tolliver got picked up for the rest of the season for the Memphis Grizzlies. Corey Brewer got picked up for the rest of the season for the Sacramento Kings. So, okay, somebody explain to me a, a couple things here. Theo Pinson got waived. We know that. Um, but then he got picked up by the Knicks. For the It says for the rest of the season. They don't have basketball. No, but that's not just the Knicks thing. Um, a couple teams did that. Like, uh, do, 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 do. it was one other team. Oh, the Detroit Pistons picked up Justin Patton for the rest yeah, of the season. What does too. that mean? <laughs> they don't play anymore. Do they Do they have to get rid of money? Like, is it a money thing? I, it, it, that's what it had to boil down to. It has to be some type of rule that you need X amount of players maybe. or I, It's like they aren't I – don't, I don't understand it. It has to be. Uh, but I'm just still confused on my Knicks, man. Uh, we, we let go – uh, Alonzo Trier to pick up mm-hmm. Theo Pinson. Uh, that really didn't make any sense. I think Alonzo Trier is going to be picked up pretty soon by, by a team. It said the Nets actually had interest, so it would be like a swap, a weird uh, trade of Theo for Alonzo Trier. But it just that didn't really make any sense to me at all um, to drop Alonzo Trier, who to me is a lot better than Theo Pinson. Uh, I yeah, saw a tweet. I'm going to see if I can find this tweet the other that day. Really didn't make any sense to me personally. Uh. I mean, a lot of the things the Knicks do just—it just doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, they just, didn't they just hire someone new too? Yeah, World Wide West. Yes, I mean, yeah, World Wide West, right? I, I wouldn't say it doesn't make sense. It probably just doesn't—it doesn't work out. But that one legitimately doesn't make sense. Like, I know it's funny to do a joke on the Knicks, ha ha, but that shit literally, like, all jokes aside, doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. Yeah. It was a tweet I saw yesterday that I'm trying to pick up, man. It has something to do with, like, um, Alonzo Trier is in good company because here are all the players <laughs> in Knicks history that they gave up on too early. And it was a long list. And I was like, I forgot he even played for the Knicks. Uh, but I can I cannot find it. But, yeah, Alonzo Trier is just like, he could be a microwave guy for somebody. Like, that's one thing you yeah. can't do is come in and score the ball. And it's, it was it was very weird to see him get released. And they were like, you know what? We would rather have Theo Pinson, who also, he, he I don't know what he does. I've never actually seen Theo Pinson play. I've seen him on the sideline dancing and stuff, but I've never actually seen him play basketball. 24 years old. This season, he averaged three points per game, 29% from the field, 18% from three. Made almost all his free throws, though. So, so yeah, there you go. I, I don't see why you're trading that for Alonzo Trier, basically. Yeah. At least Lonzo Trey had a higher ceiling. He he wasn't doing much, but hey, you can know he could score the ball. Yeah, it has to be some shit we don't know about, man. Mm-hmm. Alonzo Trey was yeah. a surprising thing when he when he came into the league for somebody that didn't know him. I know he's pretty good in high school, right? He was a top prospect or something. But yeah. for somebody that didn't know anything about him when he came into the league, it was just like 
I think he was averaging with like 10 points per game and he had a couple a couple really really good games you're like man I ain't never heard of this dude and he just came in and do something like that I'm tr- man I wish I could find it. I should have just screenshotted it because I knew it was going to become relevant I knew it was become relevant once we talk about this but it is what it is it was a long list of, of decent players that the Knicks gave up on before they actually had a chance to show their worth oh here it is Alonzo Trier is in great company Knicks have also gave up on Mark Jackson, Rod Strickland, Doug Christie, Nene, Marcus Camby, Matt Barnes, Zach Randolph, Jamal Crawford, David Lee, Trevor Reza, Gallinari, Nate Robinson, and Tim Hardaway, yet they all managed to go to other teams and have successful <laughs> NBA careers. Ah, that's a, that, that, that tweet is arguable. I see what they're trying to say, but we didn't give up on Gallinari and those guys. We traded them for Melo. That's not giving up on them. Yeah. Like, True. Giving up is like we're not giving you a second contract. Just go yeah. test the trade. I mean, but they also didn't have to trade for Melo because he was also going there. That's Melo. Was was, Melo was the one that was pressing for that trade to happen. He's the one that requested the trade. Look, there's plenty of stories of LeBron and Dwayne Wade telling Melo to, to chill, enter free agency with us, but he ended up signing this extension. And then yeah. he got trapped in and, and, and wanted to get out. That, so that's that's like they had to make the move. Um, but you know, yeah, I can't. I, I, there is some, there is some names on there. Like Nene is a is a name that I would say that they gave up on. But uh, trading somebody for a, a star, I can't say we gave up on him because Gallinari was hooping when he was a Nick. I love yeah, Gallinari. he was decent. Yeah, he had some good games. Him, Wilson Chandler, Landry Fields. I remember that team. So some more people that got picked up. Tyler Johnson got picked up by the Nets. Uh, the Spurs picked up Tyler Zeller. Uh, Lou Dort got a contract, a guaranteed contract, and uh, another option on top of that. So shout out to Lou Dort. He was a surprising rookie this year. And then we have – oh, that's it. We already talked about Trier. And, uh, no more. Ryan Brickoff went to the uh, – Oh, yes. Yes, that is true. We went to the 76. Just getting man. a little bit more shooting, I guess. Which is, which is cool. None of them are going to move the needle, I think. I don't know if we look at no. any of these names. Like, Corey Brewer? Corey Brewer for the – no. Nah. He was happy. He put out a tweet. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I like that tweet. I, I rock with, with Corey Brewer hard. Um, you do for some reason. I mean, not that it's, he's bad or anything. It's just I like, liked him from that Nuggets team. That oh. I, What was it, like 2012, 2013? Yeah. He was one of my favorite Nuggets. And he came to play for L.A. too. So um, He did play for L.A. for a Tyler Johnson, though. What are you gonna do with the Nets? Uh, what if he pull out a like a game for them? Y'all remember that? <laughs> game or two for them. They are the reason he got all that money. They're the one that gave him that offer sheet in 2016 or 2015 or whatever. When he, oh. when he, didn't he cry or something? He's like, I didn't know I was gonna get that much yeah. money. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I would, would too if I was like 50 million. <laughs> I like so, Tyler Johnson up until that point though, because I feel like that money put super big expectations on him that he could never hit, but he used to hoop for the heat. Yeah. It's crazy how when you put that money on a player, it could just like, you just be like, uh, he not, the, like it just adds that value to him. Like his values goes down. Exactly. Yeah. Cause you, you always equate worth to what they're making. Right. So like some yep. of the best players in the NBA, like Chris Paul, right. Chris Paul's making $38 million. Even though he's having an all-star yeah. season, $38 million is ridiculous. And then you compare it to yeah, like some bonus, he's making like three yeah, million dollars. You're like, oh. Initially, I thought the Chris Ball deal was kind of bad, but now when you look I at what everybody he brings did. to that team, you kind of just like he's kind of worth it. That still, yeah, 
Now that they made the playoffs, it looked like yeah, it. especially like they after that the fifth seed. They oh yeah, well, yeah. In this, in this situation, yeah. it does make sense because OKC's not wasn't going to use that money anyway anywhere else. So it does make sense in this situation. But re- I remember when he signed, everybody's like, ugh. Like I mean, it makes sense because they, the Rockets had no choice because he was James Harden's right hand man, and they were they were this close. So it makes sense to get him that money because he they were backed into a corner. But now. He's gonna be making forty million dollars next year, forty one, and then forty three. You're like, he's gonna he's gonna be the oldest man in the league eventually, and just making all that money. Sounds Paul, oldest, though. but the richest. Yeah. Uh, transitioning to something else had to do with Paul George, right? Paul George was on the Knuckleheads podcast with Darius Miles and Quentin Richardson, and here's a quote. He said, "I had a t- um, <clears throat> I had at the time the best power forward saying he wanted to come to Indiana and team up with me. They're like we're a mid major." We're a small market. Like, we can't do that. We're a small market. We can't afford it. I'm like, the best power forward wants to come and play here. Like, y'all can't make that work? Then I didn't want to do it anymore. So people were speculating on Twitter and, like, who is this best power forward that they were talking about? It wasn't LaMarcus at that time? I think it was Blake Griffin. I think it was Anthony Davis. That's what I seen, too. An article came out where a guy was like, y'all keep talking about this Blake Griffin. No, it was Anthony Davis. I think it was Anthony there. Davis because two years ago, Anthony Davis was still in the rumors. Um, and then when he said they're mid-market, it's not like they were looking for – they're not talking about free agency. They're talking about, like, trading all of their pieces for this person. And right. I, thought, I think it was Anthony Davis. Right. Um, and if it was Anthony Davis, you have to talk about, you know, because once – he would have still been under contract for, like, what, a year or two? Two more years. Right, and I mean, he still would have been able to enter free agency, and like they said, the Pacers, they're they're a mid-market compared to a team that like L.A. that was probably already going to be looking at him. Right. So they would have to risk, you know, losing him and then losing everything they traded for him. Years before L.A. even, you got to understand, Paul George is on the Pacers. Mm -hmm. I I understand that, and that's that's another thing that people are looking at, too, is uh, uh, how far does that A.D. and P.G. go? Because we don't know the surrounding parts. Yes. Yeah, so, so we're talking about it was the tw- it was 2016 2017 season is what they're talking right. about. Um and I'm I'm about to look at this 2016 2017 roster. They were 42 and 40 talking about the Pacers here. And the pieces that they had on the team other than Paul George, they have Jeff Teague, Miles Turner who was 20 years old at the time, Thaddeus Young, CJ Miles, um Monte Ellis. So mm-hmm. again, them saying that they were mid-market, they were mostly talking about them draft picks, right? The only way the Indiana Pacers get better in most situations are them drafting well and making some small trades here and there. So in order to pull off Anthony Davis trade, even if it was Blake Griffin, because Blake Griffin's prime right here, or even if it was, was Lamarcus Aldridge, they would have had to throw in a ton of first-round picks because other than Miles Turner, they don't, they didn't really have that many assets yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. So I understand a mid-market team not wanting to give up hello draft picks but then again a paul george anthony davis or paul george prime blake griffith would have been ridiculous yep. yeah and you talk about the hunt like that could have been the what they used to get over the hump in the east yeah yeah i think he said that they're not about winning right isn't that what he said when he called his agent he said paul, something about they don't want to yeah. win or something like paul that george has said a lot of different things in these last couple of years revolving around indiana and everything um and not even just that you remember when he when he signed with the, or he ended up with the Clippers in that press conference, he was saying that he grew up a Clippers fan. That somebody pulled up a clip yeah. that said he grew up a Lakers fan. So it seemed like he just be he be yapping, um, trying to make himself seem like the good guy in every situation. When he could yeah, be an article that said it was Anthony Davis that agreed to play in Indiana with Paul George. That boy and Davis want to be close to home, but not at home. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will. I want to hear him say. I want to hear him say this. Though he'll never say it. Continue. There's no reason to at this point. Yeah, there's yeah. no reason for him to say anything. Either way, I just thought it was it was fun. I didn't watch the whole interview. I may have to go over and watch it because Paul George is an interesting dude, and mm-hmm. the knuckleheads guys they always find out a way to to get yeah, something out of my somebody. Favorite. I mean, Paul George is my favorite player, so you know, I, of course, I was gonna enjoy it. But it it, it was it was definitely a, a definitely a good interview because Paul George doesn't have too many. Yeah. So that that's why I like when they when they do it because they do it with different guys that don't really have too many of those interviews. So it was. It was nice and chill. But, yeah, Pacer fans weren't happy because they had the same reaction. They say they're just tired of Paul George talking because every time he has something to say, it's something different than something he said before. Mm-hmm. Um, but also what Pacers fans got to understand is Paul George isn't going up there bringing up this shit. Like he's going to be, he's, they he's just answering that. questions. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, I mean, Paul, it ain't like Paul George is obsessed with Indiana. If somebody asks him an interview, uh, a question about Indiana in a situation because we've never really heard a clear cut. I've never heard Paul George really speak on it. I've heard like different things that could have been like bits and pieces. Yeah. So, yeah, when he gets interviewed like that on a platform, they're going to talk about every single thing from when he was drafted to his first game to, you know, whatever. They're going to get to that part as well. So, mm-hmm. um, Pacer fans, don't be in y'all feelings that much. You know, they get asked a question, they're going to talk about it. That's the same thing with Anthony Davis. If Anthony Davis does one of those a year from now, I guarantee they'll ask him about the Pelicans, and he'll have to speak on it. So that's just yeah. I was even surprised to hear him say that he was hurt that they traded Danny Granger. Like that was pretty shocking. I was like, why? That was kind of like your key to the. They were pretty much giving you the keys to the team. Pretty. He could have been a mentor. He, it could have been a why, couple of things. He said why? What did he say? He said he, he, said he didn't like to ha- that they gave up on him no. because he. Oh said, yeah, they said he needed them. They knew. He, he needed them to get back on track because he was dealing with so many injuries that when he got traded, it, he really didn't have any support, obviously, because yeah. nobody really, you know, has that relationship with them. So he needed because right. they and you talking about that they gave Paul George his leeway. They could have been something together. They could have played played along beside each other. I mean, they did for a little bit, but Paul George didn't really hit his stride yet. But at that but, at this point, when they traded when they traded Danny Granger, he was yeah he he just kept he getting hurt do anymore. He, he even just kept getting hurt. It's unfortunate, bro. I I hate when players' bodies give up on them when they were just he was so he was so good he was mm-hmm. so good yeah. It is what it is. But luckily man. for Indiana, I mean, they did a very good job to like he went out and Paul George just like they did. That was literally very, and they do it. They, they do it every single time. Paul George went out. Victor Oladipo came right mm-hmm. in. They yeah, they find a way, man. They find. I a just way. remember it was it was the, literally the coming up. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. I remember when he at first like started getting that starting. I remember I think it was like Frank Vogel started taking over and everything, and they were showing like the the preseason workouts he was doing, and he was like he, he just looked amazing. I was like, bro, he's gonna be a hooper this season. I think he came in and he was averaging like he, he had his best season after that. Hmm. But I mean, it really just comes with opportunity for a lot of these players. Yeah, honestly, yeah, it does. All right, y'all wanna move on to this game? Let's, Let's do it. it. It's called my first start. Okay, so I don't remember what my inspiration. Oh no, no. Okay, so my inspiration was I went back and I was rewatching uh, Kevin Durant's first NBA game, and I looked at his starting lineup. I was like, "This is the team that they came out with." Now I understand why they won the lottery last year, or they won the lottery, but they were so high in the lottery last year because this team sucks. So what I did was I went back to some of the best players in the NBA right now, and I need y'all to guess who was on their team, who was starting with them in their first start. Okay. 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 
So we'll start off with Kevin Durant. I think this might be one of the hardest ones because we would have to go all the way back Earl to Watson. That is correct. But hold on, let me see. let me get it pulled up here. Okay, so we're going back to August thirty first, two thousand seven. His first official game, he came into the starting lineup versus the Denver Nuggets. Earl Watson was his starting point guard. I got hints for everybody too. So I yeah. mean, I know we're going back two thousand seven. Seattle Super. I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need some. Okay. Jeff Green is not in the start lineup. So Earl Watson is the is the point guard. I'll I'll tell y'all right now, the shooting guard was Kevin Durant. Um, oh, the shooting guard was the Kevin shooting Durant. the shooting guard was Kevin Durant. The power forward was somebody that went on to have his number retired by this Nick organization, Collison. Nick Collison. Mm-hmm. Um, this center was a guy that I remember him to have braids in a beard. C J Wilcox. I think P's gonna carry this whole game. Honestly, he's Wilcox, bro. I seen it. I seen this. Uh, I seen that game months ago, but it's still fresh. I seen it in 2020. I went on Kevin Durant rookie rampage. Mm-hmm. he had like a dub against his Nuggets team, if I'm not mistaken? Um, his first game he had 18 and five. Yeah. And then his last guy, I'm trying to figure out how. Was it Luke Ritten? It was not. It was. Um, no, he is a. He's still playing basketball, but he plays in the G League. He is 40 years old at this point. He plays for the Greensboro (laughs) Swarm. Um, He went to North Carolina State and Georgia. Uh, First name, Damian. Wilkins. Damian Wilkins. Damian Wilkins. That was a, that was one of the harder ones because we were going all the way back to 2007. I, I, I'll keep it kind of recent. We're going to 2013 to talk about Giannis's Giannis's first NBA okay. start, December 18th, 2013. At the time, the Bucks were five and 20 going against the New York Knicks. Who was so the starting Brandon lineup? Brandon Jennings. Brandon Jennings was not in the starting lineup. Was no incorrect. Was Monte Ellis is not there. No. OJ Mayo. OJ Mayo is not there. Damn. Mm. What? Yeah, was Wait, Zaza what? there? Zaza was not in the starting lineup. Ursa Ilyasova. Ursa was starting at power forward. Correct. Okay. Was Greg um, Oden on that team? No. Carlos Delfino. No. So okay. Oh, that's the the all of these players are still in the NBA. All One of them. them has a monumental moment. A couple monumental moments for All Star weekends. All Star. Not the all-star game. There must be a dunker. A guard. That's my another hint. A guard. Monumental moments, all-star weekend. He was matched up against a, a, a legendary ball handler. Brandon guy. Knight. Brandon Knight. Brandon Knight was a starting point guard. The shooting guard steals with the same organization. All-star. He has developed into Chris an all-star. Middleton. Chris Middleton. And oh. then the center is still in the NBA. He's had some years in Milwaukee. With Milwaukee. Um, I think right now he plays for the Pistons. No, that's not. He's, right now I think he plays for he the plays Pistons. For I think home. Pistons, I think. But I could be mistaken because he's – he has some promise coming out of college. Long defender, center. Um, John shot, John oh, John Henson. Henson. John no, Henson. He took it out. He took it right. Never mind. And Giannis had 10.7 rebounds, two assists in this first NBA game. Next, Kawhi Leonard. We're going to January 2020. 2012. Tony Parker. 
Uh, did the uh, Bucks win? Them, no, they them, lost them the Bucks. Danny Green. Whoa, whoa, can y'all slow Duncan. down? Slow down. Can I can I get it out? So we got okay. January 11, 2012. They are 7-9 going against the Houston Rockets. I'll let y'all get this. this okay, be... now go. Tony Tim Parker. Duncan. Tony Parker and Tim Duncan. Yes, yes. Danny Green. Danny Green was not on the team at this point. Hmm. Wasn't it, um... Didn't O'Neal, did O'Neal start? No. no. Uh, you talking about Gary Neal? This is, this is a Spurs fan. We're kicking it back to 2012. Who the fuck is O'Neal? Oh, Tiago Splitter? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thought he was just talking about Gary Neal. He said O'Neal. Yeah, it was O'Neal. No, Tiago Splitter is Splitter's not starting in this game. Um, hint, Kawhi Leonard is the shooting guard in this lineup. Until mm, I get a small forward out there. This guy w- appeared in a couple championship games. Never got. Oh, he, he appeared in three championship games. He got, a, he got a ring. He got I'm one big. ring in those three games. Two of them were when he was young, and one of them was when he was really old. Is it Richard Jefferson? Richard Jefferson. Richard Jefferson was the small four. And the power forward, I don't know if y'all get, so I'll just give y'all the hint. He went to Pitt. He was in the DeWan Belair. DeWan Belair. Yeah. That's some weird names, bro. Weird names. I forgot about about DeWan Belair. DeWan Belair. I was going to try to let y'all get that one. Y'all was thirsty. I was trying to figure out if the Bucks won. All right, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) I didn't say uh, shit after that. In now, this game, Tiago Splitter was a good guest, though. It was. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of just like big men that probably wouldn't be really good anywhere else, but with the Spurs that played yeah. well for them. Yeah, DeJuan Blair was six seven, two seventy. He was. Yeah. He was just, He's on his Zion. On his that Zion. man need to be on the D line somewhere. Facts. Uh, so Kawhi put up eleven eight and two blocks. Next, LeBron James. Uh, October 29, two thousand three, against the Sacramento Kings. It's one of the most viewed basketball videos on the internet because everybody wants to see LeBron's first game. If you go to YouTube, uh, okay, that's LeBron is in the game. Obviously, who was his starting five? Elgowskis. is at center. Carlos Mo Williams. Boozer is at power four. Mo Williams is not in this lineup. I'm just talking shit. LeBron is at point guard. Ricky Davis. Oh, Ricky Davis is at shooting guard. Uh, and a person that we've I already renewable? talked about today, huh? A person we've already talked about today, in one way or another, his name has come up. Two thousand three. Delonte West? Not Delonte no, West. Delonte wasn't on. A there. small forward player. Richard? Uh, no, hell no. Um, small forward. Damn. His name's already came up. Dunkmaster. Say it again. Dunk Master. Darius Miles? Darius Miles, yeah. Oh. Dunk Master Miles was at the small four. LeBron stat line, 25, nine assists, six rebounds. <laughs> came into the league. <laughs> just, just he, he came in the league already having to carry something. <laughs> Facts, bro. Okay. Next team is James Harden. November 19, 2010 against the Boston Celtics. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm going to let y'all have this one. This is, um, mm-hmm. this is with the Thunder, right? Possibly. What? We Russell don't know Westbrook. how. Derek, let him say the year and then fucking listen. Damn, bro, you make it more difficult. It's 2010. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is that point guard? Yes. Kevin Durant. 
Kevin Durant is not in the lineup. Tabo Cephalosha. Tabo Cephalosha is, though. James, James Harden is obviously a shooting guard. Serge Ibaka. You run away, Mike. Go ahead and complete the sweep. Steven Adams. No. Kendrick Perkins. No, it wasn't Kendrick Perkins. Who was it? Christic. It was Christic. The Serbian beast from Chris. Uh, from, from, yeah, from Lee, Derek. You heard 2010 and still didn't know if it was the Rockets <laughs> or the Thunder. <laughs> crazy, bro. He had 12, 4, and 6 in this game. Mike, you what always got the sweep, though. Drafted, Derek? You said what? What year did Harden get drafted? I don't know. You can't have not, not the slightest clue. I would guess probably two years before this, right? 2009, if I'm not mistaken. Because I'm just trying to see, because you heard 2010 and was still like, eh. Because I couldn't remember when he got traded. That was after the finals, bro. So that shit had to be like 20, 20, 2012. 2012 yeah. offseason. Yeah, 2012. Next guy is Anthony Davis. Uh, talking about Halloween of 2012 versus the Spurs. Bro, who is that one? It was a Jenka on that team. Wait, what'd you say, P? No. Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers was starting a shooting guard. A Jenka? Uh, no. Was Eric Gordon starting? No, he was not. Okay. Um, hence this player. Grievous Vasquez. <laughs> Grievous Vasquez is that point guard. Ooh, yeah. legendary point guard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Both of the remaining players, the small forward and center, are still in the NBA today. One of them had a big impact on a team that was an overachiever in the playoffs. Who? No, I'm tweaking. Never mind. Don't listen to that. Okay. Uh, is is the center white? I don't know. Okay. The center wasn't Robin Lopez, was it? It is Robin Lopez. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what Robin Lopez is. Is he white? Is he a small forward? Small forward. He was. You said he played on a team that overachieved in the playoffs. Yep, a few just a few years ago. He was knocking down corner threes. Good defender. Uh. How else? How else would I? Because I don't want to give it away. If I say to school, that immediately give it away. So I don't want to do that. Definitely don't give it away. Definitely make us work. Um, who overachieved a few years ago, y'all? Let's think. What if I said it was last year? Oh, they overachieved it, last year. Wasn't the Blazers the biggest overachiever last year? Possibly. Oh, yeah, was it Amino? Alfred Amino. I thought. <laughs> Africa Mino, correct. And Anthony Davis had 21 and 7 in his first NBA game. Crazy. Uh Jokic. I think this is an interesting one. So we're kicking it back to 2015, going against the Suns. Mm-hmm. Jokic's very first start. Kenneth Faree. Kenneth Faree was starting at, alongside in the front court. Power forward. Ty Kenneth Lawson. Ty Lawson was not starting this game. I would uh, guess he was injured because he didn't even play this game. There's no reason for this point guard to start over him in any situation. Who's a backup? He, this guy has some hype. Um, Emmanuel, a higher Emmanuel Moutier. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Um, and both the shooting guard and the powerful or shooting guard and small forward are both still in the NBA. Corey Brewer, Corey Brewer, incorrect. At this point, Wilson this Chandler, incorrect. This Gallinari. point, Gallinari's that small forward, yes, and the shooting guard. At this point, five years ago, he would have been super young. This might have been his rookie season. Will Gary Bar- Harris. Gary Harris. It was Gary Harris. Oh. Jokic stat line, six and four in his very first start. 
So kind of kind of a rough. Who was coming off the bench though? Were they I know they had like three. Some. I don't know. Was Nurkic. I, no, Nurkic yeah. didn't play this game. I know that for sure. Because so I know that I was they think they had like three. Nurkic was injured. Because I know they had like two or three centers, and they was all trying to depend on who they was gonna pick. Yeah, uh, they the had Plumlee. And One of the Plumleys is probably mm-hmm. on the bench too. Mason. It was probably Mason. Um, Joel Embiid, 2016. This is two years after he was drafted. He finally got that start against OKC. This is gonna be one of the toughest ones. This is trust the process. They trust say- the process. Yes, it is. Um, man, man, man. I'm not gonna get no hints to start off with. Robert I just want to. Robert Covington is in that lineup. Yes. Um. Yeah, Billy from a few. Oh, I'm trying to think of the power four in their head, bro. You got it. It ain't. It ain't. I, I, it's like on the tip of my Ooh. tongue. Darius Sart. Darius Sart. Darius is the power four. Now the uh. guards. Both of these players are out of the NBA. One of them is a foreign-born point guard. And the other one, I don't even know how I would describe this other person. I remember him from playing on a lot of different teams in his day. Um, foreign-born point guard, though. Let's let's focus on that at the moment. Foreign-born point guard. He played play a couple years in the NBA, or he just only played for that Philly team? Uh, he played... For Portland, Sacramento, New York, and Philly was his last team, and then he went back overseas. Pablo Prigioni? No, nah, that's a good guess though. <laughs> <laughs> good guess, though. He played yeah. for New York. Mm-hmm. He played 27 games for New York, averaged seven points per game, shot 50 percent from the field. Oh man! Oh, this is gonna eat me alive, man. Uh, nickname is Spanish Chocolate. If that helps. Spanish chocolate. No. As soon as Spanish I, chocolate. If I don't guess it, it's going to piss me off. Oh, man. This is not that long ago. It's like but, but, okay, so when he played for the Knicks, he was 23 years old. Then he went to play overseas for six years and then came back to the NBA. So he had a six-year gap where he was not in the NBA. And then he came one year for the NBA, and he's like, you know what? This ain't the move. I'm going back overseas. And he played for. He Knicks. played for Portland from 2016 all the way to 2000. I mean, from 2006 all the way to 2009. Then he played for the Knicks in 2009 to 2010, and then came back 2016 to play for Philly for one season. It's not um, hidden. Uh, I'm trying to think. Of what, ask me a question about him, and I can answer I'll it. He is a 6'3 point guard, 176 pounds. He was a first round pick, the 27th overall in the 2006 draft. What number did he wear? For Philly, he wore the number 14. For the Knicks, he wore the number 13. This man had a different jersey number for every team he played for. Bro, number 11 for Portland and number 10. I, okay, y'all want to move on to the other player because the other player is easier to guess. Um, I know him as a, being a part of some of the worst teams in NBA history. Um, he played for that 7-59 and 59 Bobcats team. Jared Henderson. Jared Henderson. So now yeah. y'all just need this, this form-born point guard. Bro, let me think, bro. Mm. Spanish chocolate. It, it makes sense that y'all don't remember him because he didn't do anything. He was just there a lot of the times. Fuck it, I give up, bro. 
Sergio Rodriguez. I was going to say Sergio Rodriguez until you said that nickname. Why is it chocolate? <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Could, I mean, but I gotta... Joel Embiid put up 20-7 and seven in that first NBA game. Only I got a few more. I should have just threw it out there. I should have just said Sergio Rodriguez, man. But then Damian I'm like, Lillard. Mm, Wesley Matthews. Wesley Matthews. Go crazy. Nick Batum. Lamarcus, Nick Batum. One more play. Robin, Lo- Robin Lopez. Uh, I thought no. y'all was oh. going to go perfect. No, it's not Robin Lopez. Joel Prisbilla? Correct. Oh. I, yeah, I'm going to let y'all do this because y'all got this one. Y'all, this... I'm not saying it's easy, but I know that this was current enough, 2012, that y'all can remember who was at center. I ain't gonna say For the record, he put up 22 and 11, Damian Lillard did in his first NBA game. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Some people may say somebody on this podcast looks like this center. J.J. Hickson. J.J. Hickson. (laughs) (laughs) J.J. Hickson. But yeah, that's hilarious that you immediately think J.J. Hickson. But I mean, it's a fact, yeah. J.J. Hickson. All right, I think I got two more. or I got three more. Stephen yeah. Curry, 2007. Uh, Monte Ellis. Monte Ellis. Darrell Wright. Nope, no Darrell Wright on this David team. David Lee. I was, yeah, was David Lee on that? Um, Bogut? You know, oh. wasn't Bogut there yet. Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson. Uh, B. Adrians. Yep. Y'all missing the power forward now. It was Al Harrington? No. That's what I was about to guess, PT. This person played pretty long in the NBA from 2005 all the way to 2015, so he had a 10 year career. Um, He started off as a Laker. Ronnie Turioff. Ronnie Turioff. Ronnie Turioff. Yep. Ronnie Turioff. And. He didn't do anything. Gonzaga <laughs> guys, they, they 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 don't really do much besides Sabonis. Sabonis is changing the narrative. I got one specifically for Derek. Okay. Jimmy Butler. I think some other Gonzaga guys that are doing some shit in the NBA. Robert Sacre. You know. <laughs> Zach Collins, yeah. Okay. Jimmy Butler, come on. You Robert got this one. Sacre, I just ignored this. I know what year was. I don't know what year he started. 2013. 2013, January 19th versus the Grizzlies. You said what? Jimmy. Jimmy Butler. So, Luol? Luol was not in the starting lineup this game. That's why Jimmy started, right? So, Nate Robinson? Incorrect. Kirk Heimer? Kirk Heimer's that point guard, yes. Okay. Was Jimmy the two or the three? Jimmy was the three. So, you were correct. Luol was injured, so, so Jimmy Butler stepped in. So, Boozer? Boozer is there. Noah, Noah or you the Taj? Noah was there. We missed okay. one player. The two. The shooting um, guard. Ooh, I think I know who it Ronnie is. Ronnie Brewer. Too. Incorrect. Kentucky. Cal Corver. Incorrect. I think he out of Kentucky. Light skin. Damn. Um, wait. You got it. Light bro. skin from Kentucky that played the two. I feel like I'm gonna be mad if I don't get this. I'm, yeah, I'm not allowing you not to get it because I know you know this. <laughs> I know you know this. What was the jersey number? Is that gonna be too easy? Thirty-two. CJ uh, Watson. No. Oh wait, no. Thinking too hard. Thirty-two is a dead giveaway. This guy was an NBA champion once upon a time. 
Not too many shooting guards were 32, my bro. Three-time All-Star. None of them were with the Bulls, though. Right before he came to Chicago, he was an All-Star. They came to Chicago. He was still decent. Yeah, but he's old. Rip Hamilton? Rip Hamilton. Yeah, it was Rip Hamilton. Rip yeah. Hamilton. Jimmy Butler's stat line, 18, 8, and 3 steals. Pretty good. That's, that's, that bro. that's what got him that playing time, that hustling, bro. Pretty good. So what was it? 18, 8, and 3 steals. Damn. Our <laughs> last one is Devin Booker. 2015, November 23rd. 2015, November. Okay. Eric Bledsoe? No, no Eric Bledsoe. P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker was starting this game. Alex. I don't remember when Drogic left the Suns. Nope. Yeah, Goran Drogic. No, not Goran Drogic. Isaiah Thomas. Nope. Um, Damn, who was that? The trying to figure. Ish Smith. Nope. Brandon Knight. Brandon Knight was the point guard. Devin Booker's shooting guard. I gave you, give it to you. P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker was the small forward, so you're looking for a power forward in the center. Was Alex in the center? No. No. Said already. Oh, you said it already? I ain't hear you. My bad. Uh, this, center, um, this center has been an all-star. He's He's got some accolades. He's 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 still in the NBA, too. He's still in the NBA. But even then, in 2015, he was old. But now he's just dirty. I, I know this one. I know mm-hmm. this one. I don't know why it took me so long. I see it, Derek. I see you about to say it. Just say it. Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason I know is because they had a show called Rookie and Vet on one of those little uh, places, and there was those two. And you uh, missing the power four. Markeith Morris. Markeith Morris. Yeah. Markeith Morris. Now I could do one more bonus one. That's and it's bonus. gonna be it's gonna be tougher. Come on. Cal Lowry. Mm. I'm not giving what? no hints. Damn. Well, so y'all, y'all got to talk to each other. Y'all got to talk well, to each other. What year is it? When did that he... was two... Oh, this is uh, this is 2007. This was the Rockets, right? So. Oh yeah. Shane Battier. No. I don't think it was on that. Was Rockets, y'all on that roster? No. Carl Landry. No. Then this might not be the Rockets, y'all. It may be the Raptors. The first stint with the Raptors. Mm. No, it's not. So it's the Rockets, then? No. He didn't. Hey, he didn't start off it. He wasn't a Raptor beginning of his NBA career. Mark Gasol. Mark Gasol was not. Nope. Zach Randolph. Zach Randolph. Nope. Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay was there. OJ Mayo. OJ Mayo. No. Hakeem Wark. No. You got one though. OJ Mayo. Oh, no, you got Rudy Gay. Rudy, Rudy Gay, Gay was correct. Okay. So this is so this is the Raptors. Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Grizzlies. Oh, yes. He yeah. did go to the Grizzlies. This is the harder yeah. one. It's the harder way. So you got you got the point guard. You got the small forward. So this is before those dudes came. Is Paul Gasol on this team? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He is the power forward. He's not even at center yet. He's the power forward. Um, Rudy Gay hit 31 this game. Sheesh. Damn. And then a, a player that you are missing had 26. Hmm. Which is the shooting guard, I'm guessing. Yeah. I, I know I'm probably not going to know that center, so I was trying to think of the shooting guard. Brian Cardinal at center? No. 
<laughs> if he would have got them, some somebody that's bad though. I tell you that it is somebody that's bad. He out the NBA. <laughs> he is he is long gone out of the NBA. This might this might have been his last season. Let me see. Kwame. <laughs> no, he actually had a couple. This man, I did not know this man had that long of an NBA career jumping teams. His last year was 2013. He only played one game, but it was 2013. Hmm. With, with who? His last game was with the Boston Celtics. 2013. Just one game, five minutes. He attempted yeah. one shot and got his ass yanked. He also turned the ball over Derek two times. Johnson? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was drafted by the Celtics. That's a terrible guess. So, this guy. He white he, or black? He is European. He He's known in, in NBA history for something. Um. Something that that you don't want to be known for. Timothy Moskov. Mm-mm. <laughs> what is Timothy Moskov known for? Mike, it looked like you got a guess, bro. It looked like you. Chuck Hayes. It's not. It like you got a guess, Mike. Still stuck, man. I'm thinking for that for that Grizzlies team. But you don't know him as a Grizzly though, at all. I didn't even know he played here until I just saw. He only played here for. Well, what do you say his most memorable team is then? That's the thing, Mike. He's he played on. Let me see how many teams total he played for. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams, and none of them he played for more than two and a half seasons. His most memorable team would probably be the Detroit Pistons, though. Darko Milic. So Darko. Oh, that was just like because he on the championship team. Darko was the center. Now you're missing one player. And this player, he's playing shooting guard this game, but I mostly remember him as a small forward throughout his career. So think small forwards. Nickname Skinny. If that ha- if that helps. John Prince. No. I said his nickname is Skinny, but he he wasn't like Skinny Skinny. He was just a normal dude. So I don't even know how he got the nickname Skinny. Hmm. He is from South Dakota. So that can that can narrow some stuff down. He didn't go to South Dakota. He's like he was born in that state. If I told you it's college, it'd immediately give it away though. So I'm not going to. Um, he won a couple championships. One of the championships, I specifically remember him hitting a couple big shots in the finals. Mike matchup. Miller. Mike Miller. Mike okay. Miller. There you go. Okay. There you go. And he had 26 that game. He, he was lighting shit up. He was yeah. He was yeah, doing stuff. Yeah, about five more of those, man. <laughs> I mean, if, if y'all want to go with Paul George, I got Paul George thing here, too. I made a lot of them. I just didn't know how much y'all was going to enjoy oh, yeah. it. Let's ride out. Is it Darren Collison? Darren Collison is in the starting lineup. Danny Granger? Danny Granger is there. Jeff Foster? No. David West? Or is this? No David West. Roy Hibbert? Roy Hibbert is in the starting lineup. Yep. So what position are you missing? The four? The four. The four. This player, actually, I'm surprised to see his name here. He had 21. He was the leading scorer of this game. Um, <laughs> I can't even tell you his nickname because that'll give it away. But he was mostly known for this being on this Pacers team. He did not have a long NBA career. Hmm. He did not have a long NBA career at all. 
Um, a legendary college player, if that helps. Legendary college player. Then transitioned to the better He was, yes, he started his career here, ended up up north for a little bit, and then that was pretty much it. Damn. Legendary college player, like one of the best ever. What year was this? Twenty ten. Uh, this was uh, twenty eleven. Mario Basketball. Hey, this is where we need you. Talking about best college players ever. This supposed to click for you. <laughs> Tyler Hands, bro. Tyler Hands, bro. It was oh. Tyler Hansbro. Man, my damn self for not getting mad. <laughs> Tyler Hansbro averaged 22 and 10 in college. Y'all just... need me at. Motherfucker, I guessed all five of them. <laughs> His Hall of no. Fame probability. Do y'all want to guess? Tyler Hansbro? Mm -hmm. Where does 2% chance. Zero. Why would he even have 2%? He didn't do anything. I, if you brought it up, I'm thinking he had uh, some type of number. I thought he basketball Hall of Fame. Um... Vince Carter announced his retirement, so let's kick it to 1998. I know. Damn. This will be the last one. Game be the last one. No. I can give y'all hints, though. Um, I know this sh shooting guard. Doug actually, who, who? Doug Christie. Doug Christie. He's playing point guard this game, though. Mm -hmm. Point guard, him, Vince Carter at the shooting guard, small float. Bro, what is this lineup that they Bro, the 90s were ridiculous, bro. Man, oh no, no, I take that back. I take that back. I take that back. I forgot that I thought this guy was somebody else. Their point guard is different. He's a six five point guard, point guard, shooting guard mold. Um had a couple good years with the Toronto Raptors, and then he had an injury and it ended his career. I don't think Mike or Derek would even know this name. Brown? No. Um D Brown Pete? was on this team though. D, D Brown was on this team, but he didn't start. Off the bench, we had Tracy McGrady, too. Tracy McGrady is coming off the bench. Um, did Mario Davis play for this team? He did not. They were running a seven-man rotation the first game of the season. Bro, what the heck is going on in the 90s? Yeah. Um, let's, which transitions to the center? The center is easier. Um, and a legendary enforcer. It was what he was known for. Patrick Willis? Uh, not Patrick Willis. Um... He played for the Charles, Bulls. Charles Oakley. Oakley. Oakley, yes. Um, another Willis played for this team, though, and started. Not Pat, not not the one you said. Um, nicknamed T-Rex, Big Smoothie, Motown, Devo. Not Devo, Devo. Fresh. He played for a ton of NBA teams. He won a championship in 2003. And he was a one-time All-Star. Championship in 2003. Didn't the, Lakers, didn't the Lakers win in 2003? No, they did not. That was a Spurs season. Okay. This guy mostly played in the in the 80s and 90s, so he was old even at this point. But he played all the way till he was 44 years old. Is Dale Curry that point guard? No, uh, it's not Dale Curry. Kevin Willis. Kevin Willis. Okay. Kevin oh, Willis. I meant the guy with the pink diamond in my team car, right, Mike? Yeah, that's Kevin Willis. That's yeah. what I meant. Patrick Willis is the 49ers. Yeah, girl. that's how, yeah, yeah. That was, that's yeah. what I was thinking too. I was like, Patrick. I'm like, ain't that the middle linebacker? No, <laughs> I was like, got <laughs> <laughs> another Willis. Yeah, Kevin Willis. What I meant. Um. So last guy is the point guard. Last guy is the point guard, and I don't know how to explain this guy at all, other than the fact that he had a career in the injury. I don't even remember what the injury was. I just know he didn't. He just had a career in the injury at twenty nine. 
second round pick. It's Alvin Williams. I don't know how to explain Alvin Williams. I, I don't know. But that was uh the game, my first start. That was fun. It it just looking back at some of these rosters, man, it be kind of jogging back your memory on some of these names. Yeah. Hey, I got I hey, I'm gonna give you some names. How do you you know how to pull them up like that? Yeah. Uh let's do cat. Carthony Towns. Carthony Towns. First official start was in twenty fifteen against the Lakers. Is it looking at it, is this easy for us? I know we know Wiggins. Wiggins is there. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty easy. It's one Rubio. name that maybe y'all forgot played for this team. So this is a good one. Rubio. Rubio was the point guard. He had twenty eight and fourteen this game. That's the center of the power Cat, four. Cat is the center. Um four. The four. Twenty fourteen. Oh, 2015. 2015. You forgot this player played for the the Timberwolves at this Anthony time. Anthony Bennett? No, not Anthony Bennett. Was it a veteran? Big time veteran. Taj Gibson? Not Taj. No, nah, he he was on the Bulls still. Big yeah. time vet. Big time vet. Like last year of his career type veteran. KG. KG. Oh. And then the, this last guy, I didn't even know he played for the Timberwolves for a minute. His name was mentioned earlier in the same game. Somebody guessed him. He was wrong, but somebody guessed him. Luke Rittenauer. No, we're talking about a uh, small four. Small four is what position he was playing. Small four. He played small four his whole career. Won Corey a championship. Then Corey Brewer. Nah, had a legendary block in the playoffs, conference finals. Tayshawn. Tayshawn Prince. Tayshawn Prince. Fourteen minutes, yep. zero points. For cat. Uh, for for Tayshawn. Oh. <laughs> Off the bench, though, they had Kmart, Kevin Martin. He had 23 off the bench. They had a young Zach Levine, eight points. Uh, Sebastian Muhammad had 10 off the bench. Okay. All right. Do y'all remember that Lakers team they went against? 2015 Lakers? No. D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell's there. Nick Young. Nick Young's coming off the bench. Off the bench. Okay. Jordan Clarkson? Jordan Clarkson was starting at the two. Was it Xavier Henry? No. Is that how you say it? Ryan Kelly. Ryan Kelly was coming off the bench. He played 20 minutes off the bench. The small forward is... Kamen? The small forward is Kobe. Tariq oh. Black. Tariq Black was on the roster, but he was a starter. Chris Kamen? No, these two players are still in the NBA. Oh, nope, that's not true. The power forward is still in the NBA. He's been bouncing around different teams. He puts up pretty good numbers, but nobody wants him. Bulldozer. Julius Randle. Julius Randle. Julius Randle. And then the center, uh, the center was an all-NBA player for for a year. Defensive monster. And then... Yeah. Uh, Roy Hibbert? Roy Hibbert. Okay. Roy Hibbert. Kobe put 24 up. 3 for 13 from 3. He was just throwing them up there, man. Rest in peace, Kobe. Yeah, it's it's super easy to pull up too. I just type their name in and then go to their their game. I ain't got no guys to guess. This shit fun. I mean, that's um, too. Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose's first official start was obviously his first game of his career because 
I mean, who was going to take the starter spot from a rookie, Derrick Rose? I don't know. Gordon? They're, go- they're uh, going ben to Gordon. Milwaukee Bucks. Hold on. Milwaukee Bucks. And Ben Gordon was not in the starting lineup. He was coming Joe off the Kim bench Noah. this game. Joe Kim Noah was not there yet. John Salmons. John Salmons is not there yet. He got traded no like halfway the through the season. No, Sione is on the team, but he was not starting. Tyrus Thomas. Tyrus Thomas was starting at the four. Brad Miller. Uh, Brad Miller got traded there halfway through the season. Was Thomas on that team? I just guessed him, bro. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, Tyrus Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Tyrus Thomas. He was talking about another you got, Thomas. De- you got Derrick Rose, Tyrus Thomas. Small four. Well, shooting guard is a player that I mostly remember him as a small four, but he definitely – he started his career here in Chicago. Um, He's got Luol? one. Luol is on the team. Luol is on the team, but he is that small four. Um, so, y'all got that. No, this guy can't shoot to save his life. Um, he eventually start. You no, know, he started to start. He started to shoot threes. Um, he's known for his his footwear on the court. Untraditional footwear. Untraditional. Mm-hmm. Hmm. He's not hooping in Kobe's, LeBron's, regular basketball shoes. He's hooping in some shit that you like. That's what you wear. <laughs> Cephalosa. It is Cephalosa with the okay. Air Max. And then the center is a guy that I remember him as a power forward, but he started at center this game. Um, a rap lyric was about him that keep coming to my mind. Um, Look at Derek. Larry Markman? <laughs> played for a lot of different... This, this is how many teams he played for. He played for the Cavs, Bucks, Wizards, Magic, Grizzlies, Bulls, Mavericks, Clippers, Spurs, Kings. God damn. All-time journeyman. Big Drizzle. Also nicknamed The Truth, I guess. Um, (laughs) Recede Wallace is what they called him. Recede Wallace. Nah. Being good is good. Oh, Drew Gooden. Drew Gooden. Okay. Drew Gooden started that powerful. Who said that lyric, Derek? I don't know. My gosh. Do you know Micah? No. The only reason why I even know that line is because I heard Mason and KB say it before. <laughs> I think I heard Mason say it before. I don't even know if I heard KB. It was probably Mason who said that line. Get you good, but me, I want Jordan numbers. LeBron Footer. Can't guard me. Vince Lombardi. John Wooden. Garbage Harley. Who said that? You niggas silly like Chris Farley. So like him, you be going too early. Mama hands together like 630. Hey, Cole, keep a thick bitch. I like to call Big Shirley. All my 90s niggas is going to get it. 18 and under. That's probably going to take a minute. Woo! You still don't know who said that? I no. said his name in the rap. <laughs> big, bitch, big Shirley. J. Cole. J. Cole. Oh. Oh. They don't know about that? Yeah. Man, that's a classic J. Cole song. What man. song is that? Yeah, hell, I'm, you got to figure it out. If you don't know, you don't need to know, man. But you better type in them lyrics. <laughs> fact, all you got to do is type in J. Cole, Drew Good. I think it's the return of Simba, though. Return of grown Simba. You Damn. I didn't know he was a journeyman like that, though. I just I just know him for that one year with the Bucks, so however long he was there for. Yeah. He was I'm trying to some, some, some other guys. Um, I was thinking of John Wall. John, John Wall, Wall first start. Say less. John Wall first start. 
<laughs> yeah, I remember his first start because he came out dug in. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> was Nick Young on that roster? Uh, Nick Young was coming off the bench. Damn. What year is this? Ooh, I know this, this is I, this I is 2010. This is 2010. With Charles Lewis. Nope. Is Gort is Gortat on his roster? Nope. Hell no. This is when they wear blue jerseys. Yeah, this is blue jersey. JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee, McGee started at center. This Gilbert team is. Did Gilbert Arena start with him or was he hurt? No. Okay. This team is weird. I don't know if y'all gonna y'all could guess the. I think the power four is pretty easy. Is it, it's, a, it's a pretty recognizable like power four. Like he. When you think about Wizards, he ain't good. It ain't Antoine Jameson. It It ain't Antoine Jameson. He ain't good. He wasn't good. But I remember him specifically for the Wizards for some reason. Eric Jeffries? No. Hmm. Um, Actually, he played his whole career here, and then he ended up in Brooklyn for two seasons. Bulletproof was his nickname. (laughs) That's a hardcore-ass rapper. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, um, uh, this Andre man, Blatch. Andre Blatch, this man changed his number three different times with the, with the Wizards. I don't know why. Andre Blatch was the power forward. Ew, that man is basically the center, bro. Playing, shooting, with, playing shooting alongside guard, JaVale. Shooting guard is a guy we just got done talking about, kind of. He, I mean, we mentioned him. Um, he's not a shooting guard. He's a point guard, but this game he plays shooting guard. A legend, a legend in, in one city throughout for one, like a group of fans really love this player. He's, he's close to me and Derek's heart, too. Um, Kurt Heinrich? Kirk Heinrich. Mm-hmm. Yep, we traded him away to the Washington Wizards. And then the last guy is a oh, name I three, have. right? Huh? He's just a three, right? Yeah, but he was. I mostly saw him as a power forward, personally. But uh, this is a name I ain't seen in a while, and I didn't know that he was cousins with uh, somebody else that was in the NBA. Same last names. He uh, went to. I can't say that because that'll give it away. But he had a season where he averaged 17 points per game, and I do not remember this. I remember this dude is like a bum. But apparently. Oh, it was on a 19 win team, though. He averaged. Eh, you know what I'm saying? He wore a hairband. Was it um, Josh Howard? No. All all rookie team. His his rookie year Marquee started team? off with the Clippers. Clippers. Court? No. Went to Florida State. Oh. I don't think Mike or Derek would know Ooh. this name. Went to Florida State. Six eight two twenty. Al Thornton. Al Thornton. Man, Al Thornton. No. <laughs> Al Thornton was a starting small forward this season, or at least for this first game. That they got their ass one. blown out. What about Blake Griffin? Ooh, let's go, Blake. Ooh. Blake Griffin's first start was obviously his first NBA game because. First overall pick. He was he hurt. Better, he better be he was hurt. He's, he got he's hurt his first game. The first season. No, no, no. He just completely missed his first season. But the second oh, season, he came in against the Portland Trailblazers. In this game, he put up 20, 14, and four assists. But who was he playing with? DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan was coming off the bench. Whoa. Okay. 
I think what it's pretty easy. Again? It's only one player that I think y'all gonna struggle with. This is uh 2010. Is Baron Davis? So is Matt Barnes? Baron is Davis. Matt Barnes on the team? Matt Barnes is not on the team. But Barry Davis, yes, Yo, is the point. Matt be way crazy, there. <laughs> Randy Foy? Randy Foy was coming off the bench. Think about this is before the trade. So who was who did CP get traded for? Oh, Eric Gordon is on Eric here. Eric Gordon. Alfred Amino is on was, here. Yeah, he's coming off the bench, though. Um, so Baron Davis, Eric Gordon. Blake Griffin. Yep. So this small forward is not a small forward, bro. I'm sorry. This man was not a small forward. Um, and I don't know how to explain this dude, bro. I mostly remember him as being a part of the Timberwolves. He looked like my cousin Chris, rest in peace. They like look like twins, bro. Went to Providence. It's Ryan Gomes. I I I don't know how to explain Ryan Gomes. Oh. But the center, y'all still got the center, and I think y'all could get the center without any other hints. Remember, we are talking about Chris the Kamen. Clippers, Chris Kamen. Chris Kamen, again, a center, he shot four for 18 this game. No three-point attempts. Just four for 18. Layups. Just missing layups. Didn't draw no fouls. All right, let's do, like, two more. Let's do – I'm trying to think of guys. I mean, I try to either think of recent guys or do... Hall of Famers. Hmm. I'm just throwing shit out. I'm not. I'm, you don't have to look. But I'm just throwing shit out for that. Like I was thinking, of like Chris Pauls. Yeah, I'm just trying to like think about the top top ten people in the NBA real quick. See if that's kind of the way I did them. it. I just went through like top top ten yeah. lists and just pick people. Um, Russell Westbrook. We can do Russell Westbrook. We I feel like Russell be. Westbrook's gonna be real easy. Yeah. Oh. But we'll do it. We'll do it because you never know. It could be because he didn't come into the league starting, so it could have been an injury. It could have been a lot of different stuff. Um. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Russell Westbrook. Uh, I'm still staying. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Tabo. Uh, Jeff Green. No Tabo. And then the powerful the the shooting guard is a name we've already mentioned before, but he's not a shooting guard. And the center is actually somebody we've mentioned before too. Both, Sam, these, both these players are far out of the league. For the center, either Nick Collison or Kendrick Perkins. Incorrect. Yeah, Perkins came later. Um, um, the center, we talked about him because we just we did Kevin Durant, and he was still around when Kevin Durant was starting. Will Wilcox? Wilcox. And then the same thing to shooting guard. He was, he was with Kevin Durant as well. Damian Wilkins still? Yep. Damian Wilkins. That makes sense. They did get drafted right after each other. Yeah. Off the bench, they had Desmond Mason. Okay. I ain't heard that name in a minute, but Desmond Mason had a couple good years. You, with, uh, you ain't got one more person? Hornets. Um, let me just look up. That's, I need to. I don't know why I'm going blank with play. <laughs> it don't have to be a star. If y'all, y'all want to get a difficult one, say a journeyman. We should do. Hmm. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie. Twenty twelve. Who was that? 
Would you rather do Ben Simmons? Let's do Kyrie real quick. Okay. Good luck. 2011. Parker. Anthony Parker. Anthony Parker. Anthony Parker. Um, um, the center, I definitely remember him as part of being in the Cavs team, a lot of different Cavs teams. Verjao. Um The small forward is a foreign-born player. How, how do I? How do I? It ain't that Sasha. Uh-uh. It's, um, hmm. This guy, he, his last season in NBA basketball was last year at 30 years old. So he, he had a couple okay years. He was also always known as a guy that can hit a couple threes for you. Um, oh, was, Omri Caspi? Omri Caspi. Okay, there yes, we sir. go. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, Power forward, I think is the last one y'all need. His name was mentioned earlier. Um, I don't remember him playing much for the Cavs, but I know, I know he did. And he spent a couple years here with the Cavs, but I mostly remember him being a part of like the Warriors and the Wizards. Antoine Jameson? Antoine Jameson. Antoine Jameson. Two time all star, sixth man of the year in two thousand three, two thousand. Who did we say the shooting guard was? Uh Anthony Mason. I mean Anthony Parker. <laughs> Anthony Parker. Okay. Anthony Parker. That's it? I'm trying to think of a journey. I'm trying to think of I'm, I was gonna say Boogie Cousin. Well oh, nah. We can do it. Y'all y'all think y'all think that Marcus one would be easy. We can do it. it. I'll let you know if it's easy or not. He didn't start for the first man. game of his career. So let's let's see. Was it because it oh he did start his first game, my fault. And then he got taken out of the start lineup. Oh, y'all are not guessing this start. This start lineup is terrible. Jason Thompson ain't in it, is he? No. He's off the he came off the bench. IT went there? Nope. This team is terrible, bro. <laughs> Probably. What did Boogie put up though? Tyreek Boogie, Boogie uh, Tyreek was suspended apparently. Uh, Boogie put up fourteen, six and five assists. Oh, this team is this team is really bad. Uh, point guard. Let's go. I'll go one by one with y'all. Point guard, foreign born player. He's kind of a journeyman in himself. He played for the. The Kings, Spurs, Bucks, Grizzlies, Pistons, Heat, Knicks, Magic. He played for a lot of teams. I'm going to keep saying his name, Luke Rittenauer. Not Luke Rittenauer. Uh, this player was born in Slovenia. Again, yeah, this is, a, this is the hardest one of the day, honestly. I don't remember much. I don't remember this roster at all. They end up winning this game against uh, the bad Timberwolves. I don't I even know how it's I want to guess, but my laptop is on 10%. Uh, you got Binu at the point okay. guard. Bino Uju. Shooting guard. How do I explain this guy? Ooh. Was he the shooting? Who is the shooting guard? Okay, this guy's a shooting guard. Um, another foreign-born player, but he's from the Dominican Republic. He went to Louisville. 
Uh, play for Garcia. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey. Um, the small forward only played a few years in the NBA, all with the Kings. He is also foreign-born, but he's black. Um, and the name doesn't tell you that he's from Germany, but apparently he was born in Germany. He went to Syracuse. Dante Green. Dante Green. Uh, power forward is a guy I mostly remember playing for Philly his last year. Um, he played, I think he played with Chris Paul with the Hornets, if I'm not mistaken. I could, I could be just talking right now. I could be just talking. Carl Landry. Um, Carl Landry. Carl Landry was the last player. He did play with Chris Paul. That team is bad. Man, that team is bad. <laughs> Right. That's a Francisco Garcia. Francisco Garcia. I was gonna say he used to be a hooper, bro. He put up twenty two nice this game. Twenty two. All right, we gonna end it there. We that was an hour and thirty minutes. <laughs> so thank y'all so much. Uh, leave a like, follow us on socials, and we'll be back right. in a few days. Shout out to Pitt. Peace out, y'all.